Hello and welcome to the Jack Benny program from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Jack Benny program. Quality of product is essential to continuing success. LSMFT. LSMFT. L-S-M-F-T. You said it. Yes, sir. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. So round, so firm, so fully packed, so free and easy on the draw. You bet. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. The finer, the lighter, the naturally milder Lucky Strike tobacco. Year after year, the makers of Lucky Strike consistently select and buy this fine Lucky Strike tobacco to give you real deep-down smoking enjoyment. Remember, in a cigarette, it's the tobacco that counts. And Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. So smoke that smoke of fine tobacco, Lucky Strike. So round, so firm, so fully packed, so free and easy on the draw. American. The Lucky Strike Program, starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, Larry Stevens, and yours truly, Don Wilson. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, if you remember last week, Jack had a dream that he went to the racetrack and bet $85,000 on the winner, Challenge Me. So, now we'd like to take you back about six days. It's Monday afternoon. Jack is in the library of his home talking with his press agent, Steve Bradley. But, Steve, I don't know what the... I'm telling you, Benny, if you don't go for this publicity stunt, you ought to have your head examined. All right, all right, Steve. What is it? (laughs) Quiet, Polly. (laughs) Steve, what is it? Well, this going to be slapped on the front page of every newspaper in the country. By tomorrow afternoon, the whole world will be talking about Jack Benny. Why, you couldn't have gotten this much publicity if you'd married Margaret O'Brien. All right, Steve, tell me, what is this big... Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) Polly, quiet. Steve, you haven't told me what this is all about. For heaven's sake, what is this big story? Billy, this is so big, it's even too big for me to tell you. What time is it? 4.30. 4.30, turn on that radio. Erskine Johnson's on. I gave him the story, and I think he's going to break it today. Uh, turn on the radio, Rochester. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Erskine Johnson in Hollywood. There's some very exciting news today from the film capital, and here's the hottest news of all. I've just learned that in the recent Gold Cup race at Hollywood Park, Jack Benny, famous tightwad of screen and radio, <laughs> bet $85,000 on the winner challenge me. The price was seventeen twenty to win. This netted the comedian exactly $646,000. What a break for Benny. Turn that off. Turn that off. Steve, are you crazy? Have you gone nuts? Have you lost your mind? Now, now, Benny, don't get excited. Come down off of that bookcase and let me talk to you. (laughs) But Steve, Steve, don't you remember? I told you it was all a dream. It didn't happen. I dreamt that I bet $85,000 on Challenge Me. Why, I wouldn't... Hold it, then, and I'll hold it, hold it. Nobody outside of this room knows it's a dream. Now, we're going to make them believe it really happened. 
What? It'll give you a new personality. Why, all your life you've been bending a skin flint, bending a cheapskate, bending a miser. Bending a miser, bending a miser. Bending the miser. <laughs> Polly, be quiet. Now, from now on, it's going to be bending a spendthrift. The plunger, the sport, the diamond Tim Brady of the 20th century. Everybody in America will be talking about the new Jack Benny. Well, say it, Steve, it, it might be something at that. I guess it wouldn't hurt if people thought it really happened. Can't hurt a thing, not a thing. I gotta run now, Benny, and look. Whenever you're out in public, I want you to light your lucky strikes with ten dollar bills. Ten? Ten. <laughs> $10 bill? But, Steve... All right, all right, use five. But I don't want to burn a $5 bill every time I go around... Okay, ar- use one, but wrinkle them so nobody can see the numbers. But even $1 bills, I don't want to go around... Couldn't he use a red-hot penny? Yeah, <laughs> I, I have plenty of matches. You've got to impress the public, Benny. Now, this will be in every Hollywood column. Luella Parsons, Jimmy Starr, Hedda Hopper, Harrison Carroll, Harry Crocker, and Benny. Be sure to listen to your radio every night this week. How long? Gee, Rochester. You know, he may have some. This may turn out to be a great thing for me. Yeah, your dreams are getting better all the time. <laughs> they sure are. Ladies and gentlemen, Gabriel Heater. Oh, yes, there's big news tonight. <laughs> there was nothing outstanding in the news last night. No one knows what the news will be tomorrow night. But, oh, yes, there's big news from Hollywood tonight. Jack Benny, the comedian, went out to Hollywood Park last Saturday and placed a bet of $85,000 on Challenge Me to win. Mind you, to win. <laughs> Benny wants to call me... Benny watched calmly as the horses ran and remained calm. The challenge me came up from far behind to calmly win the gold cup race. And the horse paid a big price. Jack Benny won $646,000. Oh, yes, there's one happy soul in Hollywood tonight. <laughs> now, just 30 seconds for my sponsor. Rochester, tonight's the night we're supposed to listen to H.V. Kaltenborn. Yes, sir, I'll turn it on. Good evening, everybody. Well, we have several new developments in the news this evening. <laughs> yes, and those developments, those developments come particularly from Russia. But before I give you the news from Europe, here's a very interesting item from our own country. It has been disclosed that Jack Benny radio... Green Star won $646,000 on Challenge Me in last Saturday's Gold Cup race in Hollywood. Benny, who has been known for years, is inclined to hoard his money. <laughs> he placed a bet, a bet of $85,000 on the horse that won the race. This comes as quite a surprise to the nation. But now, now the latest development from Russia, it seems that... Turn it off, Rochester. Yes, sir. Rochester, isn't this terrific? All this publicity and the the only ones that know it was a dream are Steve Bradley, you, and me. And me, and me. 
<laughs> Quiet, Polly. Rochester, I'm going, I'm going upstairs and shave before I go to bed. Don't forget to come up and tuck me in. I won't, boss. I won't. Doggone the boss should have stayed a baby. He scared the dark, likes milk, sucks his thumb, and sleeps with a teddy bear. <laughs> well, I guess he never... Uh-oh, there's the door. Good evening. I'm a reporter with the Associated Press. Uh, you're Rochester, aren't you? Yes, sir. Fine. You're just the one I wanted to get my story from. Now, let me ask you something. Have you noticed any change in Mr. Benny since he won all this money? Well, no, except that now he's strongly in favor of a large army and navy. <laughs> yes, I can understand that. Uh, now, an interesting sidelight on this story would be how Mr. Benny carried this money home from the track. Well, I don't know, but I imagine in the usual way, in his shoes. <laughs> he carries his money in his shoes? Uh-huh. You can tell his financial condition by his height. <laughs> Really? Yeah, when he reaches six foot five, he's on his way to the bank. <laughs> well, Rochester, this is all very interesting, and I'd like to ask you one more question. Yes, sir. I imagine since Mr. Benny won $646,000, he throws his money away. Yes, but not far. Not far! <laughs> well, he probably doesn't want people to think he's a show-off. Thank you very much, Rochester. You're welcome. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I better go up and tuck the boss in. Tomorrow, Saturday, he's got a rehearsal. I hope he's asleep or I'll have to tell him a story. Let's see, I, I did Little Red Riding Hood last night. Oh, well, I'll do the Three Little Bears. He never remembers that. Yeah, that's the one. There's quite a crowd around NBC today, isn't there, Rochester? Yes, sir. Have you got the scripts, boss? I've got them. Let's go in. Let's see your passes before you... Oh, it's you, Mr. Benny. Yes, hello, Mike. Congratulations, Mr. Benny. Sure, it's the luck of the artist you had at the races. No, oh, you heard about me cleaning up on Challenge Me. That I did. How does it feel? Feel? Well, to tell you the truth, it doesn't make me feel any different. I haven't changed a bit. I was afraid of that. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, I was afraid of you changing. Oh, oh, oh. Well, come on, Rochester. Let's go on inside. Funny how everyone in town knows about me winning that money. See, that Steve Braddy did a terrific job on the publicity. I'm the most talked of man Jack, in the... Jack! Jack, congratulations. Let me give you a big kiss. <laughs> you know, Jack, I... Jack! Jack! <laughs> Wait a minute, Mary. Gee, I'm all out of breath. You never kissed me like that before. <laughs> See, you got lipstick all over my forehead. <laughs> Gosh, Jack, imagine you winning $646,000. The things you can do with that money. Yeah. See, I can buy limousines, a yacht, a new flint for my cigarette lighter. <laughs> Gee, I can't understand it. How did you happen to bet $85,000? 
Well, all I happen to have with me. I, uh, I was wearing low shoes that day. You know, Jack, there's one thing puzzling me. Last week when you told me about this, you said it was only a dream. Oh, you see, Mary, I was too modest to admit the truth. Well, I don't know. I've never seen you bet more than $2 on a horse. Well... And even then, you give the jockey sealed orders to be open at the first turn. <laughs> That's the same, Mary. I'm telling you the truth. Hiya, Jackson. 646,000 pieces of federal lettuce. Congratulations, Mary. Kiss me, you dove. Bill! 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 Well, you were supposed to congratulate me. I know, but it's more fun this way. <laughs> no. No lipstick on his forehead. He's got a bad aim. <laughs> you know, Jackson, I can't get over you betting 85,000 bucks on a horse. Why? Well, you've been so cheap all your life. You must have a dual personality. Bill, I'm the same guy I always was. There's no such a thing as a dual personality. Certainly there is. There are two sides to everyone. What? I got two sides to me. What do you mean? Well, there's one side of me that likes bourbon, scotch, gin, beer, and pretzels. Yeah? And then there's the other side of me that don't like pretzels. <laughs> Bill, you've got three sides. There's another side of you don't like music. <laughs> now, come on. We got to rehearse. Jack, what kind of show are we going to do this week? Oh, I don't know, but I think I'd like to do another sketch like Gaslight. You know, the one we did two weeks ago with Ingrid Bergman. Say, Jackson, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. That Ingrid Bergman dame puzzles me. I never knew that Ingrid was a girl's name. Why not? Well, last year when I didn't want to sign that new contract with you, that's what you call me. That was Ingrid. <laughs> My goodness, can't you tell? Well, hello, Mary. Hi, Bill. Hello, 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 Jack, and congratulations. Well, Colonel Blimp. <laughs> Now, wait a minute, Jack. I wish you'd stop making fun of my weight. It's not my fault. It isn't, Doc? No. Gosh, Jack, being fat's no fun. Only yesterday I went to the doctor about it, and he said that my excess weight was due to a rare illness known as Umnivarium digestibellus equinarius. Uh, what does that mean in English? I eat like a horse. <laughs> Don, I could have told you that without Latin, you know. Oh, but Latin's a wonderful language, Jack. Remember those immortal words of Julius Caesar? Surroundium, so firmius, so fully pactium. <laughs> You're right, Donium. <laughs> and at Julius Caesar's funeral, when Mark Antony got up before the crowd and standing over the body said... Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. Lucky strike means fine tobacco. Even Julius got up and took a couple of puffs there. All right, kids, now let's start. Say, with boss, a... boss, the telephone operator's been trying to reach you. You got a long-distance call from New York. Oh, well, I'll take it on this phone here. Say, Mabel. Yeah? Mr. Benny's dressing room is flashing. I wonder what Stella Dallas wants now. 
I don't know. I'll find out. Hello? Uh, operator, this is Jack Benny. You have a long-distance call for me? Just a second, Mr. Benny. I'll check on it. Say, Mabel, did you handle a long-distance call for Mr. Benny? Oh, yeah. New York was trying to get him. I'll plug in the long-distance operator. Say, Gertrude, ain't that Jack Benny an amazing character? Yeah. I'll never forget how he kept buying me candy bars and trying to lure me up to his apartment to show me his etching. <laughs> and finally, like a darn fool, I went... Gee, what happened? He showed me his etching. <laughs> you know, I don't... Hello, NBC. Yes, Mr. Gildersleeve, I'll plug you in immediately. Gee, Mabel, my switchboard's all filled. Benny's on the first plug, Gildersleeve's on the second, and Greenberg's on third. <laughs> All right, I'll tell him. Oh, Mr. Benny. Yes, operator? That long-distance call was canceled. All right, thank you. All right, kids, now let's start the rehearsal. Where's Larry Stevens? Here I am, Mr. Benny. Oh, oh, hello, kid. Gee, $646,000. Oh, boy, could I use that money now that I'm married? Why? What would you do with all that money, kid? I'd go on a honeymoon. But I thought you went on a honeymoon. Yeah, but this time I'd take my wife with me. <laughs> Yet someday you may be as smart as I am. Now, let's get on with the rehearsal. Now, Larry, you go over your song while we go in the other room and read the script. Okay. Now, come on, fellas. Let's go. Remember, Rochester, don't you dare tell anybody that my winning all that money was only a dream. Don't worry, boss. It'll be our little secret. Boy, what a publicity stunt this is. 
That Steve Bradley certainly knows his business. He's really a genius. We're only a block from home now, Rochester. You can start putting on the brakes. <laughs> There you are, boss, right in front of the house. More like it. Last night I had to walk back a block. <laughs> uh, Rochester, I'm going in. Uh, you put the car in the garage. Yes, sir. Uh, what time is it, Rochester? 11.15. Hmm, that late? 11.15, huh? Well, you can have the rest of the night off. <laughs> Thanks, boss. I'll run to the country for a rest. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Let's see. Where's my key? Oh, here. <clears throat> I have to get a longer keychain. This doorknob hurts my stomach. <laughs> I can't get over All right, Benny. Stick him up. Yike! <laughs> Come on, Benny. Get back in your shoes. What? What is it? It's a stick-up. Now listen, Benny. I want that 600000 you won at the racetrack. But I haven't got it. I didn't win any money. My press agent, Steve Bradley, he put it in the papers. It was, it was just a publicity stunt. <laughs> The joke's on you. <laughs> See? Now, stop stalling, Benny. You keep your dough in a vault, and we're going down there and get it. But I... Get moving, get moving. And right straight for that vault, or I'll drill you. Yes, sir. Would you care for a cup of coffee? Huh? No. No, Benny, I just want to get in that vault. Yes, sir. Here we are. Now, oh, I got this gun right in my pocket, so no tricks. Yes, sir. I'll open the door. friend of Mr. Benny's, a friend of mine. Come on in, browse around. <laughs> Thanks. I haven't seen you in a long time, Mr. Benny. How are things in the outside world? Well, we won the war, and the, the boys are all coming home. Good, good. 
I'll bet they'll give General Pershing a great reception. <laughs> no, no, Ed. You see, this Cut is... Cut out the... that chatter, Benny, and open that safe. Yes, sir. Ed, I might as well tell you. This is a gangster, so don't make a false move. Well, any friend of yours, a friend of mine. <laughs> hmm. Open that safe. Open that safe. Yes, sir. Let's see. The combination is right to 45. Left to 160. Back to 15. <laughs> then left to 110. There. heard anything like that since I broke out of San Quentin. <laughs> look, look, mister. You can see for yourself, I haven't got 600000 All I got in there is $10,000. And I need it. 10000 Yes. Please believe me. The 85000 I bet on the horse was only a dream. Look, that's all I've got. $10,000. You wouldn't take that from me, would you? You're darn right I'll take it. Now, come on. Hand it over. My, this is thrilling. <laughs> Mister, mister, please don't take Hand that. Hand over that ten grain or I'll plug you. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Here you are. All right. Now, both of you stay right where you are. And I'm warning you, don't move. Hmm. I'll go after him, Mr. Benny. No, Ed. Put down that bow and arrow. He's got a gun. <laughs> oh, my goodness. $10,000. $10,000 gone. Darn that Steve Bradley with his publicity. It's all his fault. If I told him once, I told him a thousand times. I said, Steve, it didn't happen. It was a dream. I dreamt that I won $600,000. But no, no, he had to go for his wild, crazy, stupid, Ladies and gentlemen, sometime between October 29th and December 8th, your doorbells will be rung by a victory loan volunteer. Answer the doorbell and welcome him or her. Because these are the Americans who worked faithfully and hard to make previous bond drives so successful. Although the war is over, we haven't paid the bill for it. And the quota for this victory loan is $11 billion. We'll make it. And by we, I mean you and me. The victory volunteers. All of us. This will be the last victory drive, folks, so it's really our last chance to show these fighting men still in our hospitals and all our men and women in uniform that we know they finish their job and we'll finish ours. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, Gabriel Heater and H.V. Caltonborn were impersonated by Ollie O'Toole. Erskine Johnson was impersonated by Erskine Johnson. 
Jack will be back in just a minute, but first here is my good friend, Effie Boone. American. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. That's right. L-S-M-F-T. Independent tobacco experts, auctioneers, buyers, and warehousemen present at the auctions can see the makers of Lucky Strike consistently select and buy the finer, the lighter, the naturally milder Lucky Strike tobacco. This fine Lucky Strike tobacco means real deep-down smoking enjoyment for you. Sure thing. L-S-M-F-T. Yes, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. So smoke that smoke of fine tobacco, Lucky Strike. So round, so firm, so fully packed, so free and easy on the draw. The famous tobacco auctioneers heard on tonight's programmer, Mr. L.A. Speed Riggs of Goldsboro, North Carolina. And Mr. F.E. Boone of Lexington, Kentucky. At 45, sold American. Basil Risedale speaking for Lucky Strike. L-S-M-F-T, L-S-M-F-T, L-S-M-F-T. There's fine smoking pleasure in fine tobacco, and Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. So round, so firm, so fully packed, so free and easy on the draw. Oh, my goodness. $10,000. There should be some action on this. I called the police hours ago. I'll turn on the radio. Maybe there's some news. Oh, yes, ladies and gentlemen. There's a happy man in Hollywood tonight. <laughs> Nobody knows how he felt last night. No one can tell how he'll feel tomorrow night. But, oh, yes, there's a happy soul in Hollywood tonight. Mm, and he this is the national...